You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Vanderplas just lost it. Shed on the breakout. Speed burst. He's got Sasser on the wing for three. Knockdown. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a Tuesday, of course, presented by BetMGM. We've got a lot to talk about. We'll get back to the NFL stuff. Seamus McGee will join us for BetMGM. And our guy, Zach Price, Futures Better. Zach Economics will join us coming up next hour. But right now, let's uh, be joined here by one of our, our new colleagues on the BetQL Network, Matt Fortuna, the host of BetQLU in the action. Also covers college football for the Athletic and Stadium. Let's talk some college hoops and, of course, the bowl season. And the show, the new show, BetQLU punting on football, going dancing early. Check it out Saturday, BetQLU in the action. Seven-hour college basketball live betting extravaganza every Saturday starting at noon Eastern. So 12 to 4 Eastern every Saturday. Ryan Rothstein, Sean Bell, Mark Drummiller in Philadelphia. And then uh, we had Kay Constable on last week, and she's with Matt Fortuna on Saturdays. And Matt's with us right now on the GetMyPhoenix.com. Guest on the Phoenix, a revolutionary technology, helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Matt, before we get into the uh, the college hoops and some bowl season, tell us about the new show. How's it going so far? I did catch a little bit of it on Saturday. Sounds good. Looks good. Tell us about the show. That's not a good sign. Not great. Not, not a great <laughs> sign. <laughs> He's speechless. It's so good. It's it, it's the it's, yes. He he's I mean he talks for all those hours, right? He's he's out of things to say. I get it. It happens. All right, we'll we'll figure out the. Um, the connection there with Matt, who's uh, doing the show with Kate on Saturdays. Uh, they do the second leg of it in the late afternoon. I did catch them. And uh, all right, I think we have Matt up now. Matt, welcome to the show. And, and tell us about the new show that you're doing with Kate on Saturday afternoons. Yeah, I'm speechless. That's how blown away I am. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Uh, it's fun. You know, I, I don't know if I've uh, ever been in a single room where I can look at 10 TVs all at once. It's almost like sensory overload in a good way, unless you're in Vegas. Uh, just so much going on, so much to monitor. It's fun to work with Kate and everyone and to, to, to monitor everything going on. You know, I mean, this past Saturday alone, you had, in addition to college basketball, multiple bowl games and the most epic comeback in NFL history. So a lot going on. And it's really fun to process it all in real time and share it with our listeners. Yeah, man, and, and with all that, I'm sure uh, people just at home didn't have enough televisions to keep up with what was going on in College Hoops on Saturday, and what a massive slate uh, had to be entertaining for you guys. A uh, bunch of, we, we had a top five matchup, we had a top ten, other ones, we had ranked teams going at it. Wh- what did you learn? Is there something to where there was a matchup or two that really stood out to you uh, where you thought, okay, maybe this team is shifting uh, my opinion of them or just something you're going to keep in the back of your head moving forward? Yeah, there there were two teams that really stood out to me on Saturday, guys. The first one I would say was Kansas. You know, I think, you know, they're the defending national champs, and yet 
Um, you know, due, due to an early loss, I feel like we almost overlooked them and, and wrote them off a little bit. Um, and we're reminded very quickly, uh, first last week with the route of Missouri, and then this past Saturday with the route of Indiana, this is a deep and balanced team that can play with anyone in the country. I mean, their last four games, they've won by tw- an average of 27 points per contest. Uh, they're shooting the lights out of the ball right now. They're defending hard. This is a really, really good, you know, vintage Bill Self team that looks like it's on the shorthand of legitimate national title contenders this early in the season. The other one, um, I think they had the best week of anyone last week, is UCLA. I mean, to, to go into College Park and beat a Maryland team that was favored crazy enough going into that game and to make yourself right at home in Big Ten country uh, and to win that game, I think the final was by 27 points, but they were up by as many as 38 late. They absolutely dominated from start to finish. I thought it was ironic that, that result came on the same day that the, the, the University of Cal system regents essentially said, okay, UCLA, you could go to the big time. Just make sure you're looking out for, 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 for the welfare and safety of your student athletes. I, I think they're doing just <laughs> fine. I think they're going to do just fine in the big time based on uh, the small sample size uh, of this past week at College Park. And then to follow that up, again, I guess you could call it big time country, right, at Madison Square Garden in New York, and to uh, beat Kentucky pretty handily. Uh, which is you know probably another another conversation for another show about Kentucky right now, particularly their offense. Uh, but but UCLA is is look deeper and more balanced than I thought we gave them credit for going into this year. Um, and they they look you know like they're right there with Arizona as the class of the West right now. Matt, thanks so much for joining us. Congrats on the show. What about today's slate? We've got quite a few games. Is there anything betting wise that caught your eye? Yeah, you know, I, I, I think it's a nice bounce back after what was a, a fairly underwhelming Monday, despite the fact that one of the young beatings fell and, and fell in very big upset fashion. Utah State falling last night to Weber State. But uh, I believe Virginia plays Miami tonight. That's one to definitely look out for. Duke at Wake Forest is another one. You know, the, the ACC has, has been, how do I say this, not, not very good so far. <laughs> this season and Mm -hmm. so i think there's a lot of proving ground i think virginia you know lost a close home contest to houston on saturday after having 11 days off and you know i I think we all write virginia off a little too quickly just because rarely are they a team that is loaded with first round draft picks like the contenders we're used to seeing year after year but i still think they're the class of the acc i'm looking to see what they can do on a quick turnaround with a rebound at miami Uh, and of course duke at wake forest wake you know Really a bird of disaster with a miracle, you know, steal and buzzer beater win against App State last week. They've really been in the middle of a tough stretch otherwise, though. Um, it would be really you know, beneficial for Steve Forbes' crew if they could show something, even in defeat against Duke tonight. But, but I've definitely got my eyes on the ACC. Matt, how good or great is UConn? Uh, they're still undefeated. They're number one in Ken Palm. I feel like it's been a little while here with the way players move around now and Obviously, the, the best players in college basketball don't stay in school, that we've had a great college basketball team. Do you think we could get there if, if we're not there already with UConn? I, I think so. I mean, look, Purdue's number one in the polls. I get that. Ken Palm and I believe the net rankings like UConn a little bit more right now. And you look at UConn, I mean, you know, they come out of that Butler game on Saturday, and I think, you know, for maybe 30 of the 40 minutes or so, you're thinking, all right, Maybe maybe they're screwing around a little bit too much. They haven't really put their foot on the gas yet. They're letting Butler hang around. Let's see if the Bulldogs can pull off an upset. And the next thing you know, you look up at the final score, and they win that game going away. They win it by, I think, 22 points. So this is a team that's playing as well as anyone in the country right now. They've passed every test that's come their way. Uh, I saw a stat a couple of weeks ago. You know, When they've 
when they've run the table in the non-conference slate, I believe three of the last four times they've made the final four in two of those cases, they won the national title. So I absolutely think this is a national title contender. I'd have no problem putting them at number one if I had an AP poll vote. I'm okay with Purdue being there as well right now, though, as well, because the Boilermakers, I think, have kind of been 1A or 1B to, to UConn right now. Matt, we continue to monitor uh, with, with Texas. From the betting perspective, we see how they, they rebound with everything going on with Chris Beard. And we know about the struggles in the first game with Rice. And in the second game, they, they handled Stanford, a, a 10-point victory. Where where are you with uh, with Texas? And based on what we've seen these two games without him, what, what did you think? Matt, you there? I'm not sure. Okay. Got there. Sorry. There, you, there we go. We got you. Maybe not. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> Happens. Connection issues there for Matt. Or we'll get Matt back up. Um, is he there? No. Okay. Let me ask you guys while we're waiting for Matt to, to get his connection back up here. Are we trending towards UConn being a great team? Still early, but they, I mean, they're, oh, man. they look dominant. They don't look good. Yeah. They look great. Mm-hmm. I feel like we don't get many great teams anymore, right? There's not many great players that play, you know, you, you spend a year or whatever, or some players don't even play in college basketball, right? They go and play in a, a G League or whatever overseas, and they come to the NBA. So we don't get great teams often now in college basketball. I, I think there's a chance we could be watching a great team. I understand falling in love with an undefeated team that ranks top seven in both offensive and defensive efficiency. They played one top 30 team. Yep. I, I, I can't sit here and say, yes, they could be a great team. We just haven't seen it. I'm just looking at the scores of their games, though. I mean, look at these scores. Yep. I mean, they're, these aren't competitive, right? And, and you, early on, you're going to play some teams that aren't very good. But, I mean, they beat Alabama, who's turned out to be a good team, by 15 points. Like, they're winning these games by yeah. 20, 21, 22. I wonder what their net point differential is. It's got to be insane. I think we've got Matt here. Okay. Matt, Matt uh, but before we uh, lost you there, we were starting to uh, talk about Texas and how we continue to monitor that situation with Beard and how they played. And understandably, those kids had a, had a rough time in the first game with all the, everything going on against Rice, and then uh, they won their second game by 10 points. Where, where are you with Texas? Just basketball-wise, what sort of downgrade are we really talking about as uh, we, we start to eventually get a larger sample? Yeah, it's hard to really forecast how this is going to play out, right? I mean, I, I think we've all been, you know, disappointed by the headlines and disappointed by, you know, the lack of not necessarily answers because there's a legal process to play out here. But I haven't really seen anyone outside of Rodney Terry, the interim head coach, get up there and, and address everything that's going on right now. And I will say, you know, from a basketball-only standpoint, this isn't Rodney Terry's first rodeo. He, he's a distinguished, has distinguished head coaching experience. And I think that, 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 you know, from a basketball standpoint, that probably calms the nerves a little bit if you're a Texas backer right now. But certainly, you know, it jarred them a little bit. You know, in that, that first game back against Rice, they had to go to overtime with that. They looked more like themselves against Stanford on Sunday. But 
you know, it, it's just mm-hmm. really hard to predict how this is going to play out. I mean, there's the legal process with, with, with Chris Beard. There's the fact that they paid this guy, what, $35 million over seven years. And, you know, but by, by, by most, you know, interpretations of the contract, they could cut him loose right now. I don't, it doesn't look like they're going to do that. They haven't done it yet. So I assume they won't do that immediately. They're going to let this thing, you know, you know play out in, in the legal system. But it's hard to look at them. More importantly, if you're a player on that team, it's got to be hard to, to come to work every day, to come to practice every day. And whether Chris Beard's there or not, just think about, like, what, what did I commit to here, right? Like, this is the guy I signed with. This is what he's been accused of doing. Like, I'm just trying to put myself in the shoes of an 18- to 22-year-old kid. Like, that's got to be a jarring experience, especially at that age. And certainly, you know, there's a lot to, to, to be, you know, massaged over and managed if you're Ronnie Terry, if, you're the University of Texas right now. This was a team that was ranked as high as number two in the country just a week ago. And now you're just wondering, you know, what, who's going to be coaching them next week? What, what's, what's this team, what kind of state is this team going to be in, you know, moving forward, especially, you know, again, from a basketball perspective, we're talking about the best conference of the country right now in the Big 12. So, uh, you know, if, you have a, if you're thinking about putting a future on Texas or you're trying to forecast the next couple of games, I, I would encourage you to, to hold off for a little bit because this one is, is pretty darn unprecedented. Yeah, what a difficult situation. I feel so bad for those kids in that program. Um, I want to switch gears to bowl season here. We've got uh, a couple games today, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, Eastern Michigan versus San Jose State, and then later the Boca Raton Bowl, Liberty and Toledo. Anything you like in either of these matchups? Yeah, you know, I, I like Toledo later, giving three and a half to Liberty. It's a Liberty team that lost its head coach uh, to, to Auburn and Hugh Freeze. They have an interim head coach. This is a Toledo team that just won its second MAC title under Jason Candle. It, it was struggling with a lot of injuries late in the season, but that defense really stepped up. I mean, this is a team that gave up 77 points to Ohio State back in week three and still managed to finish with the best defense in the entire MAC. I mean, their defense won them that MAC title game against Ohio earlier this month. I think it's a great matchup against Liberty later tonight in the Boca Raton Bowl. And, and I think Jason Candle, their coach, is always a guy who's got a chip on his shoulder and, and has something to prove. I mean, this is a guy who, uh, again, just won his second MAC title. There's no other active MAC coach that can say that right now. And he's going into the last year of his contract next year and still hasn't been you know, extended or, or given kind of a voice of approval or, or, or direction, at least in the public eye. So I think Toledo's going to come out firing tonight. I expect them to win this one comfortably. Matt, if, if we take you to New Year's Eve, the two big games, the playoff games here, TCU, Michigan, the number is seven and a half. Michigan is a favorite. And Georgia, Ohio State, Georgia, of course, a six and a half point favorite. If you had to take a side in one of those two games right now, which side was, which team, which side would you be on of those two games on New Year's Eve? You know, that, that Georgia line, you know, with, with that opening there is just begging you to take them, right, to, to win by a touchdown or more. It's going to be a virtual home game for these guys at the Peach Bowl in Atlanta. They were the, they're the defending national champions. They were by far the best team in the country this season. And Ohio State showed us absolutely nothing its last time out against an elite opponent. But you never know, right? This is a, a team that's got a second life, that has a Heisman finalist quarterback, and that has maybe the, the best collection of skill position players in the country. I'm sure if you gave Kirby Smart and that Georgia coaching staff a dose of truth serum in the lead-up to the unveiling of the bracket and said, who's the team you least want to face? 
they would probably say Ohio State, but this is still a very dominant Georgia defense. I know they lost you know, on both sides of the ball 15 draft picks from a year ago, uh, but, but this is a team that has been there, that has done that, that has proven it on both sides of the ball time and time again, and I just think anything less than a touchdown in a virtual home environment is too good to pass up if you're back or the Bulldogs. Great stuff, Matt. We appreciate you hopping on. Good luck with the show. We'll be listening. Beck QLU in the action. There was Matt Fortuna on the GetMyPhoenix.com. Guest on the Phoenix State Revolutionary Technology, helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedrooms. GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. On the other side, NFL team futures. Hurts is out. Does it affect how we play the NFC? We'll discuss it next right here on the Beck QL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.